Hiya, babe. Welcome back to the Doing It Best with the Rest podcast. I'm so excited about my guest today. Not only is she a Bravo junkie like me, because obviously you live under a rock if you aren't watching Bravo, but <laughs> she's also an astrologer. So I'm so excited to welcome Alyssa Polinsky, everybody. Hey, Alyssa. How are you? Hey, good. How are you doing? Good, good. So nice I, to connect with you. Yes, I'm so glad we connected. We met on the gram. And I just heard you on other podcasts, obviously. So I'm just like, let me reach out to her. Let me bring her on. I'm so <laughs> excited to pick your brain today. But for starters, how did you get into astrology? What made you do it? Just share with my listeners Let's get to nitty gritty, I guess to say. <laughs> so astrology was something that was kind of always in my life as a kid. Um, my mom was really into astrology and tarot. And I saw her doing tarot cards when I was like little. So I was just like fascinated by it. Like when I was in high school, I made her buy me. There was like the big book of relationships where you can like look up your compatibility with like anyone you've ever met. And then like the birthday book that like dives into like who you like who you are as a person based on the day you were born. And those were like really big books in like the nineties tells you how old I am. And um, so I had those books. And so I was just really into like all of the, like kind of like astrology stuff and then kind of fell to the wayside when I moved to New York and went through like my twenties and thirties. And then kind of like in my late, later thirties, I reconnected and I needed something to do that was, not with my career, but I wanted to study and learn something that wasn't like in my career field. So I kind of just like dove into astrology and I had a birth chart reading and it was kind of like an introductory drug for me. And I just was like, oh, I need to know everything about this. And so I've been just like diving deep for the last few years. Uh, I love that. I'm obsessed. I, I have to say, because a lot of us, we go on to, we Google, what's our horoscope today? Let me find out what I'm about to do wrong and not do right. Um so what is like is it is what we read accurate like for our horoscope say for today like this is what's gonna happen will this happen da, 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 da. like how accurate are those because i'm dying to know if you know more about so, that i mean there like we like what you're reading is your sun sign so everyone when you're reading a any generalized horoscope like you're reading about your sun sign and your sun sign is the where the sun was when you were born so like you know i'm a scorpio i don't know your birthday what's your birthday february 23rd february 23rd so you're a pisces yes okay and um so like when you read your horoscopes you're reading based off of those sun signs and most astrologers are looking at what planets are doing that day or week or month while your, while looking at your sign so they are there is like fact behind it and there is if there is an actual astrologer making it but like I personally know like I had a friend who worked in a teen magazine and this was like years and years ago but she was making like this was way before I was like really into astrology too because now I totally have like freaked out about this but she was writing like for the teen magazine like horoscopes and just like making shit up so like I I know a lot of astrologers who write horoscopes all the time. Like that's like their main paycheck. But then I also know, like I've had friends who work in like a magazine who like, they were just like making the crap up too. So. <laughs> okay. Okay. I gotcha. I mean, like, I don't know. Cause it's always, sometimes I'm just like, you know what? Let me just see what's about me today. Let me find out. Um, 
<laughs> no, it's because like it's such like a lot of us, especially online dating, we go to like first thing we go look at, okay, he's a Virgo, he's a Pisces, da 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 da. Because like mm -hmm. my ex, he was a Virgo. And Virgo men would have learned are assholes. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, <laughs> but is is it common for Virgos to be very like I guess prideful and too like if if we offer help, we they, they deny it. Yeah, so Virgos are funny because like Pisces, Virgo, like so if you think of like there's four mutable signs. So it's Gemini, Sagittarius, Pisces, and Virgo. And it's like when you think about those four signs, the one that like always stands out is Virgo because you have the other ones that are kind of like willing to like go with the flow, like be like, you know, here to do whatever they need to do. Like they're a lot more like generous with their time but Virgos are like no I need it done this way this is the way I have to do it like it has to be done my way I'm not willing to give in like they are very like they're very systematic about how they want their stuff done and so I always Virgos like it can always I find it be hit or miss with them like how like intense there is but like when you really look at people like you really need to be looking at their like their sun sign but also like their moon sign their rising sign because those really give you a lot more like depth and looking at someone else's personality and like when you're reading your horoscope like a lot of times if you actually read your horoscope based off your rising sign you actually get like a better picture of what's happening in your life versus reading it from your sun sign because when astrologists write your horoscope they're actually looking at it from the point of view of like more of your, your rising signs so okay and you're probably gonna be like but we should have known this by now but i always get so confused with like the rising the 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 rising moon? the moon and what's the third one the sun sign well, the sun signs how does yeah, that how so does that work okay for people so who's been living in iraq <laughs> <laughs> no it's fine because not until someone explained it to me did i know it you know what i mean this yeah. is definitely something that like this is like, you know, the next step of like learning past your just like your zodiac sign, which is your sun sign. So whenever I say sun sign, like that's the sign that you know. So that's your, your zodiac sign. So your sun sign is like your ego. Like it is kind of like who you are fundamentally, like how you put like what you're doing. But your moon sign, I always find, especially when you're looking at um, uh, compatibility, like I love to look at moon signs because moon signs are your emotions. So how you're going to act with somebody like you're having a close relationship with understanding how your emotions are going to be driven and like what those are going to mean to you. And then your rising sign is kind of like, you know, when you step into a party, that's like how people see you and perceive you, you know, like that is kind of like you're kind of like your like go to like personality, like when you have to do something new or people that that's what people are going to recognize you just kind of and you kind of people usually look more like their rising sign than anything else so like you see a lot of like traits like a tie to rising signs like with, with people's like looks or hair or hands or stuff like that eyes okay okay i that definitely gives me more of like a, something to look out for now especially for future relationships for sure yeah. <laughs> i always like there's like a few things that i like to look at for compatibility so if you know your rising sign there's a thing called your um, descendant. So it's the thing that's exactly across from your rising sign. Your descendant rules your seventh house. And so whatever rules your seventh house is like, that's where your partnership is. So when you look at what sign is there, then like you can kind of see like people who are going to work, you're going to work well with. 
And then I also like to look at moon signs and Venus signs. So like based off of those compatibility issues, like those are the ways that I like to look at compatibility, not just like straight, like, don't get me wrong. Like there's a lot of, like, you can always go straight, like, you know, I'm a Scorpio, you're a Pisces, like we're both water signs. So we're usually going to get along. Like you, we can always go that way. Like that's always a quick way to do it. But when you're really like, if you're really like into someone or you're like really getting serious, like there's other ways to look at compatibility and like see how you're going to work out and like see kind of a little more nuanced version of it. Okay. And should people look at the way that they look at potential partners as like friendships too? Like friends, if I'm oh, friends yeah. with somebody, like uh, are our signs going to mix well together or? I think friendships are even more tricky than sometimes than like relationships, like because you have there's a lot more I think forgiveness in friendships where like you kind of have to deal with crazy parts of people where I think sometimes in like romantic relationships people like are either trying to mute down like who they are or like not trying to like expose like the like crazy side but like when you're friends with someone like you're gonna they're gonna show you the crazy side and so you have to like know how to deal with like those kind of quirks a little bit more but I there's definitely a way to look at like compatibility through friendships, through family, through romantic relationships, like they're all like go together. Okay, good to know. I don't like yeah. it's just so because like my best friend, she's a um God February fourth. That makes her, I think, an Aries. I don't remember, okay. but is that an Aries February fourth? Aquarius. Aquarius. I I have a really okay off you know, on the uh um reasonable shady podcast. There's some, I have a really, really, really like inability to remember the dates for Aquarius and Pisces. And it's like one of those things, like I can pull like random things like out out of the air and like talk about stuff. But like for some reason, Aquarius and Pisces dates are like something that I cannot get stuck in my head. But I'm pretty sure that's Aquarius. Yeah, because they're so close together. So it's just like, no. Everything switches usually around the 22nd of the month. It's so that's usually when you switch is somewhere around the 22nd 23rd depending on signs but that's usually where each sign switches from instead of like at the beginning of the month it's usually around the 22nd wait so signs switch well yeah because so like you have 30 degrees of each sign Uh uh-huh there's 12 signs and it's like a circle so it's 360 degrees so every sign has 30 degrees but it doesn't actually line up with our calendar a hundred percent so it's not like one month is pisces the next month is aries the next month is taurus it's like the 22nd to the 22nd so it switches oh back. okay i'm shook shook it <laughs> no the more you know it's just like i've haven't really i've been trying to dive deep into more of the astrology and learn more about it and obviously i don't know as much as you do so because <laughs> it, it's very like it's so how do i explain this it's, it's just very interesting so i don't know how you do it i really don't but i'm my hat's off it's, to you it's a nerd thing no joke like it's like you study like it's like learning another language like straight like nerd things but like but like the best thing to do is like you have to, everyone needs to understand this. I think based in, in astrology, everyone is born with all like our charts. Like we all have all 12 signs in our chart. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't have placements in them, we all have those personalities 
and how it's being lit up in the in your chart at the moment is like based on what planets are moving through it at the time. So that's really where like the basis of horoscopes are really coming from. So okay. we all have all these different parts about ourselves in like every person does. Yeah. You're not okay. missing anything. <laughs> okay. So I know you're a Bravo junkie because obviously you're Bravo. Yes. Account. I mean, your Instagram has basically Bravo dedicated. I love it. I love it all. I'm obsessed. <laughs> I just, I'm living vicariously through you. Um, <laughs> so Jen Shaw. Can, yes. Have you pulled her chart yet? Oh yeah, I have. I've looked extensively at her chart. Because... Break it down for me. I'm so curious. All right. So she <laughs> is a Libra sun. Sagittarius rising and Capricorn moon. So Libra suns are very much about like, they're about very much about relationships. Like you can see that with like her and coach Shaw, like they've been together forever. Like they very much like are in sync with each other, but Libras are very much also about like the finer things in life. Like they're like label whores. Like they love their labels. They love, to spend their money they love the finer things because they're ruled by venus um sagittarius she has a sagittarius rising so she's like that's where all the quick wit comes from like where she's just like saying all the things and then she has a cap moon so that's really where like the, that business like mentality comes from because oh, yes. caps really are like the business people of the zodiac and they are the ones who are going to always like like do the business like uh lisa barlow has a cat moon uh bethany frankel has a cat moon like you see a lot of the i think women who have done um bravo well like housewives who've like built businesses off of housewives really a lot of them have cat moons dolores has a cat moon there's a bunch of cat moons out there yeah. uh, i think candy's a cat moon too um but when i was looking at jen shaw's um chart as this like as all of this has been unfolding with her story um chaos <laughs> every time things kept happening i noticed this last year like it was during eclipse seasons mm. so we're just an accident an eclipse season so i was wondering if that was gonna like something new was gonna come up with her but like now the show's kind of airing so it's just kind of funny to be seeing her like say how she's not guilty all the time on the show but now she's pled guilty. And so like, there's that kind of dichotomy of like what she's saying and what is actually happening, you know, playing out in real time. But she, she definitely like, you know, I think her need for like her, that Libra, like she has, I think a lot of, let me pull her chart. Okay. She has, a, I think a lot of Libra. Dying to know. <laughs> I have like so many, people's charts it's unbelievable <sighs> okay so she also has a pluto and libra uranus and libra so her mercury's in um scorpio her venus is in scorpio and her north node is in capricorn okay, oh, okay. mars is in taurus sorry i'm just quickly looking at this yeah and then her Jupiter and Aquarius so when I'm like looking at her chart like she has like these like strong holds in Libra which make her like do whatever she needs to do to get the nice things like I kind of like see that in her chart like she'll 
say or talk or do whatever she needs to do to get like the nice stuff but like she's really driven by her business side like her north node which your north node is what you has been given like if you um what your destiny is to do in this lifetime her north node is in capricorn so like she really was like meant to come into this world to like have that very strategic business outlook and so like you know i think it's always that like I'll do whatever I need to do business-wise to get the things that like I want. Like I need to look this way. I need to have the things, you know, and there's kind of like that I think play within her chart. Okay. And then that like sassiness that she has, that's just like pure, like Sagittarius. Like if you meet a Sagittarius, they'll just tell you whatever they think at the top of their head and they're going to come in and be a clown about it. <laughs> and I think that's like where, you know, you really see the fun part of her come out. Okay. Do Does it say anything about her? her i'm going to try her how much time she's gonna serve i i mean i i was looking at that before i mean hold on she's getting she's going to try like the hearings in december right yes right right after they filmed i don't know before after the filming or anything i don't remember i mean i definitely there's there are things that make me believe that she is going to go to jail for a while. Oh yes, I don't. Yeah. I don't think they're going to do. I think it's going to be a. I think it's going to be a like two years. To be honest, like for she's going to serve. Yeah. Okay. Well, I honestly I don't feel like they're going to do like a Teresa where they stop the show for a year. Honestly, no. I feel like they're going to keep on going at it because like the new girl. Um, God, I forgot her name. She was literally not Angie, not the two Angies. It's the other friend of. I'm trying to think of. Yeah, I can't remember her name either. But I feel like when she leaves, they're gonna try to put her in as full time because what we saw in the trailer, she was very like a firecracker. She was ready to go toes with Jen Shaw. Yeah, and like anybody to go to go toes with that woman, they're definitely they have balls of steel. That's pretty. I'm sure. (laughs) Yeah, I, I. Because, like, the show isn't based around Jen, mm-hmm. even though, like, she's, like, such a big part of the show, I don't think that they're going to have it, like, like, yeah, I do think that they're going to carry on the show, especially, like, after they did the BravoCon, and she wasn't there that day, even though she was at BravoCon, but she had gotten disinvited, and, like, my theory was, is that she kept telling everyone that she was not guilty, and I think she told that to Andy and, like, production, and then when she went and pled guilty i think it kind of like made everyone's like head spin a little that they weren't kind of expecting that and so like that's kind of why i think she got like left out of bravo con because i think that they're like well you pled guilty like you're going to like i think they're like kind of like taking her like off like i think they'll have her moment with the reunion and i think that will probably like be a little it, send be off. yeah it's 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 so i mean yeah (laughs) it's a very touchy subject with that area because like she stole like money from the old people compared to like Teresa. Teresa was i i feel like she was just she was more like oh my god like sign this okay yeah we all kind of felt for Teresa in a very different way like we all have had relationships with people and like we all understand that like if somebody you love asks you to do something and it's you know, they're a big part of your family. You're just going to do it. Maybe not even pay attention to what you're doing. Like we all think that about Teresa, like 
and I think she, she wasn't looking at what she was signing. Yeah, and I think just relationships in general, the, the minute somebody, our loved one, our partner tells us, um, babe, can you do X, Y, Z? I'm like, okay, let's go do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the issue with relationships sometimes. Like, we're so gung-ho to just go, okay, let's go full throttle, but then we don't realize consequences later. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. Uh, but so the grandma's popping off with some questions. So okay. um, somebody wants to know. I'm pulling up right now on my phone. Okay. Um, hi from Canada. Oh, my God. Canada. Hello. Hi. I don't even know there's people in Canada listening to this. Um, <laughs> partner and I have two years. We are going through a lot of issues. And so he's a Pisces and I'm a Scorpio. And I feel like it's going towards the end of our relationship. So do you feel like it's going to come to a crossroads or can we continue it? So what I would say right now is that this Pisces and Scorpios are both water signs. So there's always going to be a lot of emotion attached with a Pisces and a Scorpio. Um, But it's like not enough off of their charts to understand exactly where things are going. But I will say right now in astrology and we're going through eclipse season right now, we are in a Mars retrograde and depending on where like Gemini falls in their charts, like, it could be having like a bigger impact on their lives. And so right now things are getting like looked at, adjusted, like relooking, reevaluating. And so, you know, I think as we get through the Mars retrograde, which will end in January, I think probably they'll have a better idea of like what's happening in their relationship. And it's either something that they're going to need to know that they need to redo. Like it's not going to be like here or like, they're going to be able to fix it but it's definitely like this time period is a time period to be like reevaluating relationships gotcha it wasn't there like i mean on tuesday we had the blood moon or what yes, was it blood. so it was an eclipse so we had during we have eclipses usually twice a year mm-hmm. um which is something like we don't talk about like outside of the astrology community a lot but like in astrology it's like a very important thing that happens because it's like shifting the universe is like shifting us into the space that we're supposed to be moving in towards and you're like not supposed to manifest you're not supposed to like charge your crystals drink moon water like do all those things that we normally do um because the universe is like doing the work for us and so we're supposed Uh to like let the universe guide and see like where it's taking us to because it's kind of like a chaotic time period so that was the last month we've been in this eclipse season Okay, cool. I did not know that. And before we uh, hop on to the next main question, yeah. um, crystals, how do, because I, I am obsessed with buying them, but the thing is, what I literally just like leave them there. So what do you even, what can you do? Okay, so Google, like find your crystals, Google, like find what you're trying to do. Like there's crystals for like communication, there's crystals for like um, helping to like ground you or block negative energy or bring love into your life or help you like you know have in tune with your psychic powers so you should work with them like you carry them with you or you like um use them like if you're like doing like a meditation or you're doing a um journaling or something you can keep your crystals with you as you and work with them and put your intentions into them and then when it's um a full moon not attached to an eclipse just a normal full moon mm-hmm. you take them outside or you put them on your like windowsill you charge them and you just like keep working with them like to help 
you know, bring you oh. closer to like the things that you're trying to do. Okay. Oh, my mind is just. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So next question. So the person I'm seeing of right now, he's a Capricorn and I'm an Aries. Do you think I should keep continuing seeing him or should I just move on? Okay, so Cap Aries are both cardinal signs, so they are both very driven and do exactly what they want to do when they want to do it. And an Aries is going to be very fiery about it, and like a Capricorn is going to be very driven about it. In if you just like basic astrology, like Aries and Capricorn aren't like usually like a strong compatibility match, but I enjoy when you have two like like two cardinal signs. That are meeting together because like if you understand that like a, fi- a fire you know the aries is going to be like hot-headed about things and the capricorn you understand is going to like be stuck in the mud but how they want to do things but if you guys kind of understand and work with that with each other then you can kind of maybe push through and like you can help each other like build whatever you're trying to build like it could be like something like really powerful okay good to know good to know you heard it here first folks um, <laughs> um and then the next question they're saying that um Alyssa do you feel like uh Meredith and Seth might come to like since lately they've been like I guess was it last season they were like going through uh, stuff do yeah. you feel like they something might be arise like issues problems or do you just feel like they're going to be the same I think whatever they went through is in the past with them and they've decided to put it like put it behind them and move forward that's just what I like read off the situation I don't know Seth's chart but um Meredith is a Sagittarius sun and a Scorpio moon so she like you know that's how she like really holds on to stuff deep is because she like has that like Scorpio moon um so I may have taken her a long time whatever happened with Seth to kind of let go and move past it but I think now they've come they've worked on whatever it was and i think they're trying to move past it like that's what i really think yeah oh, i'm obsessed with meredith I, like literally she reminds me so much the i mean the way she talks by of leah remini do you know who that is oh yes <laughs> <laughs> i just love her she's iconic both of them leah remini and meredith oh 10 out of 10 i love those women to death i think leah is a big housewife fan too isn't she yes i, be- I think from I think I saw on Twitter somewhere they were trying to like get her for Beverly Hills at one point or okay. some, I don't know. Yeah, I, see, I saw that. I think for like thing like Leah might be like on Beverly Hills. I've seen oh. that before too. Oh, I could totally see her just going towards with everybody on just like bitch like <laughs> her whole energy. I just love that woman to death. <laughs> no, It'd be but- interesting to see her and um, Heather together talking about the Mormon stuff. And I, they're so, she's hilarious. Like, Heather's, even though, she, yeah. Yeah, no, no, sorry. Even go ahead. though, like, hers is Scientology, but like, the coming from like the like two different, like, kind of like crazy religion things, like, it'd be interesting to have like a conversation between them with the like crazy, like, they both had like the crazy religion experiences. Yes, yes. I read her, um, I read Leah's book when it first came out, um, Think Troublemaker, I forgot what it was called, but it, she definitely dived deep into a lot of like the Scientology and like the religion, et cetera, et cetera. And it talked about so many things that I did not know. And I'm like, definitely 10 out of 10, highly recommend. <laughs> no, but listen, this has been so much fun. I am so excited I had you on the podcast today. You're just sharing your knowledge. But before we sign off, 
uh, plug your socials where everyone can find you get in contact oh sure um you can follow me on instagram at stars x Alyssa, even though i say it's stars by Alyssa, but it's like my collab stars x Alyssa. and yeah follow me there oh i love it i'm obsessed with you thank you so much again from the bottom of my heart of course it's my pleasure and thank you all so much for listening to another episode of the doing it best with the rest podcast i love you guys so much and i'll catch you next week